Welcome to the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. Here you will find powerful messages from our ministry founder and president, Patrick Baker. You will also hear interviews and testimonies, all designed to encourage God's people to come higher in Christ Jesus and experience true power in Him. Join us every week on our prayer line every Tuesday and Friday morning at 5 a.m. and Tuesday and Friday nights at 7.30 and 9 p.m. respectively. All times are Eastern Standard Time. And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast. God has been gracious. He has been powerful. And uh, we're just so thankful. Thankful, praise the Lord. We're thankful for the testimonies. As you said, it was a powerful moment of God's people testifying about his goodness and graciousness. I'm just so grateful. Um, So far, we have been receiving lots of calls. Um, I mentioned about a little girl in Jamaica that is possessed and they are saying they are fasting today and they are hoping I could join with them. So I'm just praying that I would get the opportunity because it's so difficult. And it's so difficult. There's so many people calling, but I know God is making a way. And God is going to give us enough time and free us up so we can speak with a lot of people. Um, you know, there's a lot of people going through a lot of different issues, but we need more hands. And I know God has his people and he's waking them up. And very soon we're going to have more people than we can, that we, we can imagine. So praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And as we continue in fellowship, um, this morning devotion the Lord has given me one verse, and it's one of the verses that we heard about when the Lord was teaching his disciples how to pray. And if there's ever a time we need to pray, is now. The hour of prayer is now. Right across the globe, we need to pray more. We see that things are changing. Um, I was speaking to a young man yesterday. Um, no, yes, Sunday. And he was giving me a different scope. And he's not Seventh-day Adventist. And I was asking him, do you know how the Sabbath work and the Sunday law? Because he was saying to me that the virus, the coronavirus, you know, everybody have their different theory. So he was saying, this virus is to bring people to depend on the government, where God's people, you know, the second wave is going to be worse, where people are losing their jobs. There's so many people don't have no jobs, no money, and some companies are closing, so the smaller companies are closing because they cannot survive, you know? So he's saying that a lot of people are going to start to depend on the government. And if you depend on the government, then they will dictate and tell you what to do. And that's a way of bringing in the new world order. Because 
when the entire globe depending on because when you depend on them they are creating a crisis so that everybody will take the 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 the, the, the corona um vaccine and then they can manipulate and and that's how the new world order is going to come in and the church and state with the vatican you know so you know we don't know what god is doing and God only permits certain things, and his people he's going to show. He has never brought something upon Israel without raising up a prophet or telling somebody what is going on. So as Adventists, most of us, we have to just uh, focus on the Lord, focus on what the Lord is doing and where he's going to take us, because we know it's really high time. And we are to just uh, focus on the coming of Christ and where are we standing? What do we need to do? Are you really ready? You know, how can you get your family in a better ready state? What do we need to do? You know what I mean? So it, it, it's, a, it's definitely a crisis. And we just have to get prepared. So if there's ever a time we need to pray is now, more fervent prayer. Um, if you were on the prayer on the, the, the on the service and Sabbath, you heard all these powerful testimonies of the Lord coming through and answering some prayers. We had some really powerful testimonies. We had some evil off the camera. You know how God is working and his healing hands moving. This is real. This is the last days and we expect to see more power from the Lord. You know what I mean? More power. You know, God is good. You know, we see God's, God's waking up his people. We see Sister Andrea woke up early from California. Sister Naomi, I heard from Vancouver. You know, it's sacrifice. God is waking up his people and they're getting ready and they're appreciating the work of the Lord. And it doesn't matter where they are in the world. Brother Royce in Australia, it's on the other side. He's up. People in UK is up. You know, Brother Chris, you know, many people are joining. We are recognizing that we are, it's a global thing and God is getting his people ready. You know, Brother Kirby and Anita, you know, there's so many people in the U.S. sacrificing time when God's people can come in the upper room. And when I look at this verse, it's Matthew 6, verse 6. Let us pray. Father in heaven, great God, as we want to go to the upper room this moment, we just pray that your Holy Spirit will wash us and you will open our eyes and you will... Give us new discernment because we know your coming is at the door. And, Lord, we are not going to waver. We are not going to worry. We, we come into the mercy seat expecting the moving of the Holy Ghost power. Just be with us now, O oh God, and surround us with your love and your care. And may you give us wisdom and knowledge through this word that we will understand and comprehend. The motive of prayer. We thank you now, Lord, and thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name. Amen.
So turn with me to Matthew chapter 6, verse 6. And this is when the Lord was praying out loud. And, and, and when he taught them, his disciples, the Lord's prayer, how to pray, you know, uh, our Father who art in heaven, you know, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debt, debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. When he was teaching his disciples, you know, he was telling them in verse 6 that he says, don't pray like the hypocrites, you know, want to be seen. He said, but when thou, when thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. And when thou hast shut thy door, pray to the Father which is in secret. And thy father which is in secret shall reward thee openly. Wow. When I look at that, I say, Lord, what it is like to pray in secret? What is the motive of this prayer? Not to be seen. The Lord is saying it's a heart issue. Some people look at it as the physical closet you go into your closet i want to tell you it's more than that forget about the closet if you take a look at what the lord is saying there think about where the closet is supposed to be in your house i know some people may have their closet somewhere else when you just enter your home we're talking about this secret closet because you see the closet in the hallway is a closet where if you go in there to pray and you have visitors, they're going to hear you inside their praying. And that's not what the Lord is trying to say. He's trying to say, I want a private moment with you. It's a hard problem. I want you to go somewhere where you're not being disturbed. And if you notice where a closet supposed to be, is in the room. Okay, let's take it for your master bedroom then, or your bedroom in your house. In the house, you have the room. And usually you put the room somewhere, some people put it at the back, somewhere where it's secure and it's quiet, it's beautiful, you're able to look. Within that room, you have a closet where you keep your clothing, it's tucked away, it's hidden away. And the Lord is saying, listen, I need a closet moment. I need the inner of the inner time with you. He's not saying go in your physical closet. He's describing the posture of prayer. He's describing and using the closet that is hidden away to say, listen, 
when you pray, there got to be a motive of prayer. There got to be a secret between me and you where I can meet you. It got to be not like the Pharisees where you pray in the open where everybody can see you, where men can see you. If you want to be answered and want a moment with me, you can go down to the river, down to the lake, and find a spot where it's you and God alone, and that's your closet. That's the type of prayer, a prayer where it's you and God alone. No disturbance. No man is going to see you and say, oh, you are praying. What are you saying? No way where they can hear your words and where you can use your words to impress anybody. And when they hear you impressing people, they're like, wow, you know how to pray. It's a secret place. And I want to tell you, when you get to this secret place, you're not going to mix words. If you are a drinker, if you have alcohol underneath your bed, you will tell the Lord, and you're not looking around. If you are practicing same-sex marriage, same-sex lesbianism, homosexuality, you are practicing it, and you know it's not according to the will of God. You know what? When you're confessing and talking to God, you don't have to look around if anybody hearing you. You don't have to look around because it's you and God. You're now more sincere. You now can open. It's a secret chamber. It's a secret connection between you and God. God is bidding us to come to this place. Pitch your prayer room there for this moment where you can come in this secrecy, this inner moment where it's not man, it's God you're talking to. It's you and God communing. It's you and God talking. It's a place where God can talk back to you. He said if you get to this decibel, this level, if you get to this altitude, if you get to this place between you and God. When we used to do physics, you talk about resonance. You know, know, he's saying that if there's a noise and you make the noise and it reads certain uh, resonance, it reads certain uh, amplitude uh, in terms of noise, You know, the noise level can create something to happen to vibrate and it can break a building down. If you get to a certain place with God in the secrecy of prayer, in worship, it will reach a certain place and it will break the barriers that the devil is hovering over some of us. If we get to that secret place where you can open up to God and say, God, you know, I've been stealing. You know, God, I've been unfaithful. I've been, you know, fooling around on my spouse. I've been doing these things. 
I've been having addiction to sexual sin, and I know it's not right. I've been stuck with masturbation, with pornography. Lord, you know it's not right. I'm coming to you now, Lord God of glory. This is the secrecy of prayer. The prayer when you say, Lord, I know I've gone to that obia man. I've gone to that psychic to find out my future. I've been playing around with terror cards. I've been addicted to pornography. Lord, have mercy upon me. I want to change my life. I want a new start. You get to that place between you and God where you become open because you're in your closet. And the Lord is saying, if you do this and be sincere and be open with me, I will make you a promise. I will reward you openly because you come to me and you pour everything out in your inner chamber. It's between me and you. You trust me. I'm your God. You pour out everything and tell the Lord. And the Lord promises that he's going to take care of you. He promises that when you come and you shut the door of destruction, the door of worrying who is hearing me and who is going to distract me. You turn the phone off when you go into this closet prior. You shut the door of worry, of pain, of distraction, of people texting you, of you checking your WhatsApp message. You shut the door completely. You shut out family member. You shut out your children. You shut out even your baby. Somebody have the baby. You, you shut everybody out. It's a moment with you and God. You're not going to hear the baby cry and you run and say, oh my goodness, I got to attend to the baby. The Lord says, shut the door. If you shut the door, nobody can come in. You shut out everything. You shut out all the distraction. If you want to move the hand of God, if you want closet prayer, if you want God to come and reward you openly, if you want the God of secret, the God of secret, you know what this man? Doesn't mean there is a God hidden somewhere. No. He's saying, you understand who I am. That priors move my hand, God is saying. And I will reward you openly. I will let the people see who never even seen you praying. I will let people see that the God who's in heaven, who they don't know, can answer your prayers. The God of heaven, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the God of Elijah, the omniscient, omnipresent God is able to hear his children when we go with this mindset that God will reward me openly. People will see the blessings in abundance falling on me. And they will say, who is your God? 
they will say, who is your father? They will say, whom do you serve? God is saying this morning, I want to reward you openly. I want to reward you so that men will see and know that I am God of your life. I'm the God whom you cry to and you pour out to. I'm telling you, brethren, there's so many people suffering around the world. There's so many people living under some strenuous and wicked condition that some of us don't understand the blessings that we have. Some of us murmur over crumbs. Some of us murmur over some little trivial things. Some of us have a roof over our heads and we still murmur. Lord of mercy, when I heard some people murmuring and complaining over some things, I said, Lord have mercy. They have no idea how blessed they are. There's so many people have no food. There's so many people. I heard of so many different testimonies of even in Jamaica. People will left and go to church. Have no bus fare to return. Have no food at home, but they go and they pray that God will use somebody to bless them. And now the churches are shut down. It's worse. Some people have no outlet. Some people have no means of getting evil some little, little rice. When I see this and see how much God is helping people around the world. You know, there's a young couple I talk about. Very young, in their 20s. They're not married and they want to study the world. They're in Jamaica. And you know that I sent, they're in Montego Bay region. I sent the number to two or three people to contact them for Bible studies. And they haven't contacted them. Over three going four weeks. And I said, Lord of mercy, I sent some money from the ministry to these young people because they said they have a property that they want some some um, ginger or some something to plant on, and they want to buy it. Just the, the things to plant and the property. They videotaped the property and show me the property. I bless the property that they, they have over the phone, and they show me where the water is and where they're going to plant everything. And I sent the money from the ministry for them to buy the things to plant. They're willing and they are saying they want to get married and they want to study the Sabbath. They listen to the ministry. And they send me a message and say, nobody haven't contacted, contacted them still. I hope that somebody will hear from Montego Bay today on this prayer line. And they will promise to contact this couple who want to give their life and get married. 
It's so difficult. We don't have the urgency. We want the, 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 the church to grow. There's so much work we are doing, brethren. There's so many people hungry that is calling us, could you send some money? And you don't hear Button to Christ begging people money. We are depending. We are praying that God will give us a breakthrough. A lot of people, this ministry is supported by probably four or five people who send money all the time to pay the bills, to buy the equipment. You know, you don't understand. When me and Brother Andrew work, we put the money. You know, anytime we get extra money from the business, it goes to Button to Christ. We don't take money from Button to Christ. This is what's happening, Bertrand. The other day, we donate to the food bank a van. They need a truck to carry food to the families and to pick up the food. We donate. Button to Christ donates a truck, a van for $5,000. We haven't got it back yet. It's in faith, and we took the money and donate, hoping we'll get it back. Perhaps we may receive. 20% of it or 25% of it back already. The point we're saying is here, the need is great. And if we're going to get into the upper room, we're asking you, brethren, to pray for us that we will get millions of dollars to help those who need food. It's not who need a big house. It's those who need food. The call is coming in from different countries. People who need food. Here's a young lady that called me from Florida. She's going through a hard time. We had to pay part of her rent. And she's telling us the month end is coming again and she don't have it. She has one bedroom and she has a child. You don't understand the need. We're people, the need is so great. We can do it. All we're asking you for is your prayers. Pray that God will open up the blessings and ask who have it to donate to us so we can feed. We can feed people around the world who's coming to us, who don't have an outlet, who have no church to go to, to get a meal, who can say, could you send even $50? We have no groceries for this weekend. We're not on any government subsidy. There's no food in the house. You know what it is to have no food. And as the Sabbath drew nigh, you have no food. Some of us have too much. We throw away a lot of things. God is asking you today, what are you doing? What do you think going to happen? Many of us going to go to our graves. You think we're going to carry what we own? But the love of Christ has to be in us. The love of Christ is to feed those who need food and then give them the gospel message. When the 5,000 people came to Jesus and, and the disciples said, you're going to send them away? God had a plan. He fed them physical food, and spiritual food. I pray this morning, I'm asking God, 
I'm wrestling with God and I say, God, everybody that works for the ministry needs to stop work and they need to get a full paycheck. We need to have money. We need to get the buildings that you promised us, Lord. And we need to move, Lord. I'm praying and I need brethren to have this discernment and praying because we are supposed to be the head, not the tail, the lender, not the borrower. And I know the Lord is going to move upon hearts that have millions to donate to button to Christ. Not so we can keep it. Not so we can move to Beverly Hills. Not so we can have a private jet. But you know what? So we can reach the basic needs of people around the world. We can set up a food kitchen in Cuba. We can set up a food kitchen in Guyana. We can set up a food kitchen in Haiti. We can set one up in Jamaica. We can set one up, you know, we can set one up in some of the universities, NCU, for those who don't have enough food, who come to school. This is what we want to do to help people with food, the basic need, so that they can be comfortable, at least be fed, to hear the word of God. I pray this morning. That God's people will wake up. I pray this morning that God's people will have a bigger vision. When you go into your closet, have a bigger vision. Black out the human when you go in your closet. Shut the door when you go in the closet. And allow Christ, who is supremely, to hear and to bring deliverance. I pray this morning that God's people will come higher in the spiritual walk, in the prayer life with God. And the Lord says, we have not because we ask not. He said, ask and it shall be given. Knock and it shall be opened. Let's start knocking, brethren, and guarantee you it shall be opened. May God just bless you and keep you, and may his face shine upon you, as we'll now have the prayer request in Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed. Feel free to visit our website at buntochrist.com for more content and information. Also, feel free to contact us at buntochrist70 at gmail.com with your prayer requests or any questions you may have. May God richly bless you, and we'll see you next time.